Hello, you're very welcome here to Purple Psychology Podcast. You're here with Melanie Hoskin and Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. You're very welcome, Nisha. We're on um, episode 87 and we're talking about third level group work. Now, most of us remember that as, well, I certainly remember that as very tedious and very complicated and hard to navigate. What's your theory on it? Yeah, I I didn't have to do a huge amount of group work in college. I started college and it wasn't semesterized either, so I did half of my degree without it being semesterized and half of it semesterized, which is mm-hmm. quite an interesting point of view. Um, so in terms of group work, I didn't. I had um, lab group projects, so you did the projects with people on the day, but you wrote up your own separate work, so your grade depended on your work, not on everybody else's. Okay. And if the project didn't work for, say, some reason, like I remember once I went into a different lab because I had to change and the lab group I was working with were a disaster and so I asked to go back and do the project again to do that particular experiment again with the physics group and Mm. I did so actually I just went back in another day and did it a second time so I think I've been kind of waiting to calm down about this one I worked with an awful lot of um, third level students this year who were very stressed out about group work Mm. Um, I really kind of feel like as if the goalposts have been moved. And it's funny because one of my own teaching team was part of a review process at one stage in, in an Irish university. And he was the only person who spoke up afterwards at the end of the review and said the group work is not fair. Um, because not everybody is, um, is loud and assertive and very good at, at working in a group. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest problem with it is that there's nobody f- to facilitate a group. Um, so you're expecting people to know how to do group work and how to do group skills. Mm-hmm. The lecturers are not actually facilitating how it's being done. Mm-hmm. They're not forming the personalities well to work together within the group. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody does run into trouble and say one person does all the work out of the project, one or two people end up pulling an all-nighter to do all the work because nobody else bothers to turn Mm. up and do the work. Mm. Um, Everybody's mark depends on that. And so you have one or two conscientious students doing all of the work um, while the others don't bother to do anything and then get the same grade as everybody else. And if you don't do the work and pull those people up, um, you're jeopardising your own grade. So the whole thing for me, it's... Like, if you want to teach group skills because you think it's productive to do that for the workplace, Mm. fine. But you can't allow people's grades and people's college experience to depend on that experience. And, And what we're doing at this stage is that it's actually so detrimental to the college experience that people are not enjoying college because of group work. So Mm. for me, group work is the equivalent of homework in school. Mm. It's become the thing that's so problematic to navigate and Mm. so stressful, and particularly for the introverted, conscientious students, that they're they're actually hating the college experience. And if um, if you're a very creative person and you're working in a creative um, course, Mm. this is even more problematic because not all creative people work um, it, to a process in the same way and they're not actually being allowed to work the way they need to work. With creative ideas it becomes very difficult because some people will go away and do a lot of research and will have a lot of really great ideas for something but they may not be the most articulate or the loudest person in the group and mm. so their ideas aren't being taken on board and sometimes they're very simple, very boring, box-ticking person who shouts the loudest 
who's done the least amount of work actually ends up running the creative project, mm. which is very hard. And then they end up sort of feeling like, you know, oh, what's the point? Why am I here? So, so all around it's becoming a really stressful thing for people mm-hmm. and a really negative experience. And it's mm-hmm. affecting people's grades, mm-hmm. which is, seems very harsh to me. If I was stuck in this vortex right now, um, if, if my science degree grade had depended on other people, I would have been in screaming at some, in someone's office. But students are not actually doing that. They're not being assertive enough to go into the head and go, this is rubbish. I can't hack this. And what happened in a case recently that I know of, um, a number of people couldn't do, say, the time schedule that was, was set up. And so you ended up with, say, 15 people floating. Um, mm. And they formed a project with 15 people. Okay. I'm sorry, how is 15 yeah. people supposed to complete yeah. the project? Like, yeah. that's, that's just a farce. Is the problem uh, group work or is the problem the lack of support or facilitators? I think it's the concept of it. I think it's it's trying to... It's universities being bullied into producing life skills without actually teaching life skills and then still sticking a mark on something mm. and trying to grade it rather than sort of maybe dividing things out and saying, well, you know, like, the way different universities are, are run, like... For instance, Oxford and Cambridge always ran very differently. Mm. And so you did a lot of independent work and then you had to go to tutorials in order to answer questions on having done a lot of reading, which really puts you on the spot. Um, And so there's different ways of running things that have always been in universities. And it's like as if someone has latched onto this idea that having people work as a group is a great idea. Mm. But um, they haven't thought out the pros and cons of it. Mm. Um, and, and they haven't thought about how to teach people how to do that. Like, if I facilitate a group workshop myself, I the first thing I do is teach the people in the room how to be a group. Yeah. Um, I, do, I do an exercise for the first 10 to 15 minutes of any workshop, which shows people how to be an effective group and how for one person to be the reader, how for someone to be the writer, how for someone to be the presenter, and so on, and to take on those roles. And you'd pick these people out, or can anybody take no, no, on they, those roles? No, they, they would pick on those roles themselves. I would yeah. set things up in such a way so that that happens. Yeah. And I would then show them that the most effective group in the room is not the one that got the right answer, but it's the one that had a consensus answer. So in other words, they managed to decide on a direction together, and that meant them working together as a dynamic and as a group. You can always tell a group that hasn't learned how to work together because they'll always have a completely... They'll try to do five things all at once because they haven't actually had a consensus yeah. um, and they haven't had an effective leadership within a group. Okay. So every group needs a leader yeah. and every group needs a presenter. And every group needs somebody that basically is a bit like the treasurer mm. who articulates what's happening. Mm. Um, and so, but, but none of those skills are being taught in universities. And someone's grade matters to this. Mm. And, and the experience is very negative. Like, I think it's bad when I can walk through a university now and I can spot the first years because they're the only happy people there. Yeah. So, so we've actually systematically in the last five years in my opinion messed up third level education as badly as we've messed up second level is the group work though is it not good does it not build skills in terms of presentations like people coming from a secondary school to 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 um, college won't really have done a lot of presenting or even group work um 
in terms of the, the degrees that they take up. It's, it's completely new to them. I think it's nice to have those concepts, but in the past what we've allowed people to do is to go to university and find themselves mm. and to actually gravitate towards um, different organisations and societies mm. and actually have those experiences where they've had to do some public speaking, they've had to do some organisation, they've had to meet some people. Even the, the, the clubs, the sports clubs within universities take a certain amount of group organisation element. So what... What we've done in the past is we've allowed people to have a life and to actually grow and develop into themselves gradually in mm. their own mm. sort of time scale. And we've allowed them to do it within their own interests mm. and their own expertise and their own sense of feeling good within themselves. Mm. Mm. Um, and obviously some people, that's been the difference, in my opinion, mm. between a very good student at the end of a university course and a mediocre student, because the mediocre student will just take the boxes will just do the bare course material, mm. will just go in and regurgitate what they've learned. They haven't mm. really developed it or mm. researched it or had put their own slant on things. Mm. And they haven't necessarily had a very fulfilling college experience. Mm. Um, and I suppose that that was what I saw in college as the points went up and the pressure went up. We got more of those type of people mm. through university mm. and and people were inclined to go and want to sit in their bedrooms and just sort of swat because that's what they did for the for second level to get there and so it what we've done by semesterization and by continuous assessment and everything else is we've put students under so much pressure that we're not actually allowing them to develop and we're not allowing them to have a full college experience mm. i think we would be better um, encouraging people to have a full college experience and to get those skill sets by being a fully rounded student. And that's certainly what you would expect from somebody in Oxford and Cambridge. So what would, co what would colleges now have to do in order to facilitate those kind of changes? Um, I think they have to seriously look at the continuous assessment schedule. I think it's ridiculous to have um, all of the assignments for modules and courses all coming in together. It's, it's counterproductive. Um, I think that they have to encourage the students to actually have outside out activities. And if you want to grade something, I'd love to see them grading their actual participation in university life mm. rather than sort of forcing someone to do a group project and, and grade that. Okay. I prefer you to, to have more rounded students. And what are the chances of colleges making that, those changes anytime soon? I don't know. I don't think they've thought about it. Mm. I, I, I think, um, I hate to say it, but I think things are starting to be governed by bank balance okay. rather than by education or by learning. Or And if you do want to bring in new skill sets, I think you need to think about it differently. I think it's become very difficult to be a well-rounded student now. Okay. So what can students in terms of... Um, uh, personal development in term in terms of empowerment. What can what can they do if there, if there's a student or students listening in and they're having trouble with group work? I think it's up to them to start voicing this. I think it's a, it, they need to stop sucking it up. So Would who you, do they voice it to? They, the group they, they, or the, they, they, the, the earhead. They have they have to voice this okay. to the earhead. They they can't keep doing the work of five people because yeah. three of them haven't bothered to turn up. And yeah. that's not, not acceptable anymore. Okay. Um, if you don't like the group you're in, go and ask to change. Okay. Um, 
you know, start to be assertive um, and start to look at all the other experiences that you can be having in college, mm. whether those are the college newspaper or the sports club or the debating society mm. or the students' union or whatever it is. You, you, those experiences matter so much more to you in university. They're actually who make you, not mm. your piece of paper at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for students that would be struggling with group work, is, would they would they even... You know, would it be a good idea for them to approach the group that they're with and say, let's look at our strengths here. Let's look at the, the pieces of this that we need to kind of break up and who's going to take it on, who has the strengths to take it on. So it, that it's, everybody... all, it's all very well saying that. Yes, mm. if you've got in a group that have actually bothered to turn up, great. That's a great conversation to have. Yeah. But if they're not actually sitting in the room and they're not prepared to be sitting in the room, that's a very difficult conversation to have. Okay, so year ahead is the place to go. Yeah. Okay. We'll leave it there, so? Yep. Okay, thanks a million, Dr. Nisha. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, bye.